Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our Killing Comparison devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And the scriptures are all up in this one, so Tori's just can take it from here. Yes, yeah, let's do it. Today's devotional says this. Our focus verse is one that gets said constantly, but I believe we constantly miss just how profound what is being said actually is. Walk with me for a moment. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. This verse is often used to support the idea that life begins in the womb. But if you pay attention to it, It says something much deeper. It says, before we were formed in the womb, God knew us. In other words, before the sperm even met the egg, before conception, God knew us. God set us apart before we were born. In other words, there was purpose on our identity before we were conceived. How incredible is that? But, Despite the miraculous wonder of truth, many of us are born originals and spend our lives as duplicates because of toxic comparison. Oh my, (laughs) you got to reread that. (laughs) Okay. Despite this miraculous wonder of truth, many of us are born originals and spend our lives as duplicates because of toxic comparison. Mm. I'm no exception. I spent many years chasing duplication because of toxic comparison. So much so that I spent a hefty sum of money on a surgical procedure to get a booty. Yep, you read that right. As a black woman, my flat backside was often the source of ridicule and jokes growing up. So when I got old enough and financially stable enough to afford it, I decided to fix the problem surgically. But there was one big problem. While on the flight to Los Angeles to get the procedure done, I heard the Lord say, Nona, if I wanted you to have a booty, I would have given you one. I didn't give it to you to keep you humble. (laughs) Since I know the voice of God, I should have parachuted out of the plane right then and there. Instead, I told God, Lord, I'll be humble with a booty. Fast forward six months after spending enough money to buy a car and my new booty dissolved on me. After getting back to my rigorous fitness routine, I burned all of the fat that had been transferred to my butt. Although I can laugh about it now, looking back on it, I can see how toxic comparison's power infected my heart. It made me believe that if I achieved a certain physical appearance, I would finally be beautiful. But here's the thing. Perfection isn't in the eye of the beholder. Perfection is in the eye of the creator. God had designed me perfectly for the purpose he had for me, flat booty and all. And the same goes for you. Even your flaws and imperfections serve as a purpose in God's hands. This is why killing comparison requires learning to see our deficiencies as intentional gifts from God. Yeah, this this strikes up a lot of feelings. First off, that was hilarious. I can't believe that she like admitted that. I yeah. I mean, not that I would do that, but like in my own life, if something like that happened to me, I would absolutely keep that on the DL. So yeah. praise God that she's being transparent about that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, this reminds me of one of my favorite movies. That's one of Tori's not favorite movies called The Dead Poet Society. Ugh. It's there's this scene where Robin Williams is a substitute teacher for an English class and they're gonna he's gonna teach on poems. Mm-hmm. And there is this method that people would use to judge whether a poem is good or bad. Mm-hmm. I just actually looked it up. It's called the I- iambic pentameter. And basically Robin Williams had all of his students rip that page out of that book because mm-hmm. he says Poetry is art. Mm-hmm. Who's to say if it's good or not? Yeah. It's in the eye of the creator, of the artist, of the author. And even whenever you think that you have a flaw, who said? Mm-hmm. Who said it's a flaw? Society? And now granted, there are things in life that can be a defect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, though, is that whenever we look at art, you, you walk through a museum, there's art that you like and there's art that you don't understand. There's right. like, I, 100%. I, I've been in the MoMA in New York and I'm just like, I have no idea what's happening here. Yeah. A third grader could do that. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. That just means that it's different and maybe I don't understand it. And so I do think that this is actually really powerful for us to understand that there's not just one size fits all when it comes to a standard of beauty and significance yeah. and importance and a value and of yeah. esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that one man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important for us to not look at ourselves as trash and understand that we yeah. are God's treasure. Mm-hmm. That's what scripture calls us. And yeah. so, whew, no, it's yeah. so good. I, I think about the women that I admire and look up to the most. And when I think about them, what I am not thinking about is their appearance. What I am thinking about is the wisdom that they have to offer. I think about their kindness. I think about the way they make me feel seen. And everything about why I admire them and why I love them is all intrinsic. It's not anything to do with their physical appearance. And yet society puts so much emphasis on our physical appearance that people will literally deem themselves useless if they don't look a certain way, if they don't have the certain thing to play the certain part. And it's like, man, that line of we were born originals, but we are living as duplicates because of toxic comparison. It could not be more true because God has given you unique circumstances, unique stories, and what you share is going to be different than anyone else on planet earth because you are unique to you. And I know this has held me back as well because I'm like, well, there's plenty of girls who share Christian content. There's plenty of other girls who are creating this and that. So why would I do it if there's other people doing it? And God has to remind me again and again and again, because I've given you specific stories and experiences that are going to impact specific people that I have placed in your life. And guess what? The same goes for the other people we're watching. And that's why we get to celebrate other people. And we're not in comparison Mm. with the other children of God. They have experiences. They have wisdom. God has given them something unique to impact their community and the people in in their sphere. But God has given you influence in your life to impact those in your circle. And so stop letting the enemy take you out before you even start. Because I know that it's happened to me way too many times. And I'm tired of it. I don't want to live that way anymore. They're just like we were talking about recently. It's like their success is not your failure. Celebrate their success and 
use it as a reminder that God has something specifically unique for you. And always, always, if you don't feel like you have something to share right now, share his word. Share how the gospel has impacted your life. Share your encounters with Mm -hmm. Jesus because they are unique. They are original. Yeah. And I feel like whenever you embrace that uniqueness that God has made you to be Mm -hmm. and that originality that he's placed on you, Mm -hmm. you'll feel less of a desire to compare yourself to other people because you're not trying to be someone else other than God made you. You're focused on being who God made you to be rather than living someone else's life. And there's this quote that I really love. I heard it way back in the day. And and the quote was, um, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Yeah. So good. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you knew us before we were even born, Father, that you knit us together in our mother's womb, that you placed a purpose on our life, that you've given us unique experiences, Father, that we get to share to bring you glory, to bring other people into your presence, Father, to share with people so that they know even more in depth the love that you have to give, Father. I pray that you would use us. I pray that you would equip us. I pray that you would give us wisdom, discernment, and clarity, and excitement, and joy, and passion, and expectancy to see you move as we take one step forward today. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now it's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Awesome, manana.